is preeminently the time to speak the truth, the whole truth, frankly and boldly. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Amari Global is the first ever revolutionary mental wellness company focusing on the gut-brain connection for adults and children. Amari's holistic products are designed to optimize performance, positivity, and motivation. The products are made with ancient natural wisdom combined by modern science that supports mood, focus, stress resilience, and whole body wellness. Whether you're an Olympic athlete or a stressed out parent, Amari Global's scientific approach is designed to meet you where you are and empower you to be the best version of yourself. Welcome back to AutismRadio.org, home of the world's first autism support radio network and proud 501c3 charitable organization, helping families challenged with autism every day get services they desperately need. Please help us make a difference in the autism community and find it in your heart to support one in 88 families in America today. Donate directly at AutismDonation.org. Now, stay tuned for a special broadcast of Hope Saves the Day with autism activist, super dad and author of The Spectrum Diet, Master Chef and the Hope Man himself, your host, Paul Simmons. Thank you for that great introduction. As always, it's great to be back on another edition of Hope Saves the Day. On today's show, we're taking a step away of talking about autism. We have a really special guest, was a very inspirational story um, and a very successful musician. And you may know him very well. His name is Mitch Malloy. I'd like to welcome to the program. Hey, you may know me and you may not. <laughs> well, Mitch, uh, you're very well known by obviously the rock community, uh, you know, for all the performances yeah. you've done. Obviously, uh, you know, we'll get into that uh, as we we go along here. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you really, you know, got into the, the music business. How did you how did you start, you know, loving music? Um, when I was actually six years old in first grade, um, the the teacher went through the entire class. I was sitting at the back, in the back, hiding as usual. I was a, a really shy, shy kid. I was the youngest of six kids, and somehow really shy. I don't know. School just absolutely terrorized me. Um, so I'm sitting in the back row, and and uh, the teacher's having every kid sing the same line. It was like a line from a a commercial, like a TV commercial or something like ever that everybody knew something s- simple and obvious that a six-year-old could do. And when it got to me, I stood up and sang and her jaw dropped. Literally, she just jaw dropped it. All the kids turned around and looked at me and I was like, oh no, what have I done? You know, <laughs> I thought I did something wrong. Right, right. Um, but she was very happy. And that moment, was that was the moment for me where I became a singer. In that wow. moment. Yeah, it was wow. just like, boom, one moment. Like, you know, you know, life is strange, right? I mean, yeah, sure. I might not be sitting here talking to you now if it wasn't for that moment. You know? That's I mean, powerful you know, stuff, man. Yeah, you know, like six years old. So then I became like the singer. So then yeah, I yeah. got calls to come and do things, you know, pretty often. And the church 
um, choir, the adult church choir had a song they were doing and they didn't have a female who could hit the notes. And I was nine and the, the choir director called my parents and asked if I could come and sing that solo. So I went and did that. Wow. And that's the first time my dad was like, wow, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, and uh, first time I ever remember getting a compliment from my dad. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So, so that's, I mean, that's always like a big thing, right? Your dad, you want, you want your dad to give you compliments. That's yeah, a, the thing and, we strive for as kids, you know? Yeah. And he said it in the car with the whole family in the car in front of everybody. So it was wow. like, I wow. got singled out. Yeah, for that, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, in front it, of your like brothers and sisters, right? Yeah. This stuff that matters, you know, like yeah. that happened as yeah. a kid. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So that was really impactful. And then I formed my first band when I was 12, you know, Wow. and started playing guitar when I was 12 and wow. then and kind of taught my buddy Tim how to sing because we needed more singers. And I had actually forgotten I'd, I'd done that. He thanked me for that like last year. Oh, wow. He said, wow. you know, you taught me how to sing. And I was like, I don't remember that, but okay. I was just, I was just a problem solver. You know, I was like, I have a problem. I need to fix it. Tim, you're going to say this, you know? So, you know, so, you said when you're shy, like how did, how did yeah. you overcome that shyness? Like to actually, I mean, obviously you had the aha moment. So how did yeah. you overcome like being the center of the stage? I mean, being a frontman singer, like that's, you're, you're, you're the guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I don't know, honestly, I, yeah. I, I just, for me, it was all about the music and, uh, and, you know, that I, you know, my heroes growing up, my, probably my biggest hero is probably Steven Tyler, you know, um, and then, and guys like that, you know, and just watching them work and, and thinking, well, you know, I have to be like that, you know, that's, that's what you do when you're in that position. If you're a rock and roll front man, that's how you do it like that, Yeah. you know? Yeah. You command it. You own it. Yeah, you know? Steven definitely does that. He does that, yeah, right? He, he is does. he is like the, the ring leader, right? Yeah, yes. So, yeah, so it's just, you know, having heroes who were great, I guess, and just kind of knowing that's your role, that's your job. And, and you know, you were born like this. You, I mean, we're on radio, so people can't see me. But, right, right. You know, I, you know, I was born with that. You know, I mean, I even look maybe a little bit like Steven Tyler. I have a similar sort of thing, you know. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, I think it was what, what I was born to do, honestly. Well, it's obvious. <laughs> You're yeah. one of the best Thanks. out there, Mitch, for sure. Thank you. Um, you know, and obviously, you know, you started at 12, right? You formed your first band. So where, where did you go from there? I just kept going. Uh, I, I I loved it. You know, like, uh, this is great. Like, you know, I've formed the first band and this one, you know, like, Tim, you play guitar and sing and and we'll get Paul to play bass. He plays guitar, so he can probably play bass. So he'll play bass and and he can sing a little bit and, you know, let's get this one to play drums and, you know, whatever. And, and Jimmy would play drums. And so I formed this band. We were just kids, you know, and uh, called the band Lightning. And we did shows. We we got booked. We we it, it was found out around the area. Like we would even travel. You know, we had a we had a trailer and <laughs> wow, we were just that's kids. pretty cool. Yeah, wow. we were just kids. 
and uh, our parents let us do it. You know, that's what blows my mind now. You know, I'm a 15 year old kid. If she said, Dad, I'm going to form a band, we're going to have a trailer and and a suburban. And can we like go around it? I'd be like, No, no, you You would say, No way. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm coming with you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like our parents didn't even our parents didn't even come with us. Like we just went and did these things. You know, we get home yeah. at you know, three in the morning or whatever. You know, we were like sixteen years old. And you think yeah. about it, this is all before social media, computers, oh, yeah. phones. Shot. I mean, I mean, yeah. know, my mother used to say, you know, go out and play, and then come home when it's dark for dinner, you know, or something like that. And it was like, yeah, was no phone calls. It was not. It was none of that. And we were just out and about. You know, God yeah. knows where we were. <laughs> exactly right. That's how Different we grew times. up. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And so and so just if you take that to another step and then we're we're actually operating like a vehicle and a trailer and we have a band and we're going to other towns and playing and crazy. But yeah, it was a blast. And um, yeah. so I just never had any intention of doing anything else. And I never have really. I that mean, was I, your, that was your love. And you knew that this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I've done and uh, still doing it. Just made a new record called The Last Song, and that's out now. And I've got a stack in front of me right right here that I have to sign. And um, yeah, so uh, it's just I've got shows coming up, and yeah, things are are just continuing on. And you know, I I, I left Great White over a year ago now, so I spent the year just making the new record and focusing back on my music and creating instead of traveling and was so that was great and uh you know it's just uh, my time with them was also great i loved it you know i love being on stage in front of those crowds and it was a blast yeah so things have been good yeah that's awesome i mean i got a chance to see uh perform with great white uh i thought you were phenomenal uh i mean you sung the songs i mean on point i mean they were they were phenomenal uh thank you you know definitely uh just have such an amazing vocal range. And that's not typical by every rock and roll singer that can hit all those notes like you can. Um, yeah, you especially know, at 62. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's right. I was looking at that. I'm like, you're actually 10 years older than me. I'm like, you got 10 years off me, Mitch. Yeah. You look probably better than me. Uh, I don't know. You're <laughs> you looking look great. You're looking good. <laughs> you have good good family genes there somewhere. I do, yeah. Lucky. Uh, and great hair, too. That's Thanks. one gift. That's a blessing, right? Yeah, <laughs> Most yeah. Guys are still, you still got hair. your hair. You're still, I still got hair. Yeah, I still got yeah. hair. Yeah. A lot of my buddies are going bald by now, but uh, yeah, same. Start losing yeah. their hair. So, yeah. um, you know, in in 1992, um, when you had your first, like, that was your first big solo album, right? Yes. So, w- what was that like? Like, just knowing oh, that man. you know you signed with a, a major label. I mean, that's yeah. everyone's dream, right? And you realize, like, at that moment, was it like? I made it. Is that, is that kind of like your moment for you in 92? Um, I had a really good manager, uh, Richard Sanders, um, who, who was really, he had been there, done that. And, um, and, and he, he kept my feet on the ground and kind of, you know, I knew that whatever he said was pretty much law. Like he just had a way about him. Um, that was like, you just knew he knew, you know, right. and he did know, and he still knows. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't work with him anymore. Uh, he left management, but, um, he moved on, moved up. And, uh, 
but he would always be like, look, this is going to happen and this is going to happen and this is going to happen. And this is what we need to do. And this is what we need to do. And he made it seem like to me like, okay, so now you get to make a record and that's your next job. So make the best record you can. And it wasn't like, it was kind of congratulatory. You know, when I signed the contract, I was with him when I did it. And it was, it wasn't like a big, you know, oh my God, because we like, we we're kind of approaching it the same way, like to him, like, this is what we're doing and we're not screwing around. And, you know, this is just the next step kind of thing. And he was always like that with me. And, and uh, so it wasn't like a huge celebration or anything. And then when the record was done, he goes, okay, now your competition is Aerosmith. And, you know, and then he just listed like Van Halen right? and like all, you know, all the huge, and I just looked at him like gulp, you know, like, like he he kept it real, you know, like he was like, okay, this is what, this is your next job. You got to do this and this and this. Now you have to go beat Aerosmith and Van Halen. Wow. Wow. It's like, uh, so there wasn't much congratulations. Yeah, there wasn't. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There was no time for any kind of fluffing me up or any, you know, it was just like, okay, boom, boom, boom. So it was always very much, you know, let's get to work kind of thing. And so I've always approached life like that anyway. And I still do. People are, are, I think, surprised by my work ethic. Um, I get a lot done, do a lot of things. So, um, It was, yeah, it was kind of like, okay, now you have a chance to make it. (laughs) So it wasn't, you know, and I still. It wasn't like that moment, like you made it. It was like, okay, I'm, I'm here now. And it's like, now I, I got to continue the the process. It it, wasn't like. That's a, it's a really good question actually, because, uh, you know, there are moments in my life when I will kind of give it to myself. Like if I'm feeling down, maybe I'll, I'll go. Well, you know, Ed did call you and yeah. and Ed did tell you you were in Van Halen. So yes. you kind of yes. did make it, you know, like it's kind of, you know what I mean? Like I let myself Absolutely. have that occasionally. So but mostly so, I'm beating myself so up. Talking about that moment, you know, and again, I know you recently over the last, what, couple of years, you, you really started talking about that because nobody even really knew yeah. that. I actually saw yeah. it in a book. There was a book yeah. that actually yeah. had that in there. Yeah. I was like, wait because a minute. Because of that book. Yeah. Because yeah. of that book, I had to talk yeah. about it. Right. Right. Yeah. Because you were kind of keeping it under wraps for for many, many years. And I was thinking about this this morning um, before our interview. And I said to myself, you know, that really I I, like I have even more respect for you now, Mitch, because when I when I heard that, it's like you still were in Van Halen, but you chose not to move forward because of the issue with the MTV with Dave and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And that was that was that was gutsy because. You could have probably just still tried to do it, but you were sticking to your your feelings on how you felt. Yeah, well, and you know what? It's it's I, you know I've thought about this a lot because I get asked this question a lot. I'm sure and people I'm sure. are sort of people look at me different, right? And so I think what it comes down to is belief in yourself. Okay. I really do think it comes down to that, and I've always had that. Okay. I mean, I there are other situations that people don't know about where other bands were approaching me and people don't know about those because I don't talk about them. Right. And one of them was pretty huge. And it was happening 
while I was still on RCA, and oh, RCA okay. told me you cannot do this conflict because, of interest. And besides, you're going to be just as big as that band because we're going to make you as big as that band. So, okay. it, belief in yourself will tend to cause you to turn things down that don't feel like yourself. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so that's why I think people were really uh, surprised uh, when I took the Great White job because yeah. I mean I, they were surprised yeah. and I was surprised. Right. Because right. I've I've not taken so many before that. It was just really good timing when they came around. I was just really wanting to, I had just left producing. I'd closed my studio and I told my agent, I'm ready to do something new, something different. So maybe get me more shows. I, you know, I don't want to be in the studio all the time anymore. I want to do something, you know, something else. And then a couple of weeks later, he called and said, well, you said you want to do something else. You want to be in great life? I'm wow. like, wow. oh, well, I hadn't, I hadn't thought of that. But really, great white? I'm thinking my voice doesn't really fit with that. You know, that's as a producer, I'm thinking I'm not a good choice for that band. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was no, my. First, it's funny you said it because that's my I, first know, thought. Hearing you perform, like you nailed it. I mean, red light, like that song, like you killed. Yeah, that song. Red, yeah, yeah. Well, it's sort of interesting because. <clears throat> I so I auditioned for myself for that band. I said, "Send me back backing tracks." Like, if you, do you have any live backing tracks? And they were like, "Yeah, we have." You know, without the vocal, yeah, we have. So I said, "Send that to me. I want to see what I sound like." So I put up "Rock Me" and and recorded it and listened back, and I was I was shocked. I was shocked that my voice worked on "Rock yeah. Me." Yeah. I was shocked. Yeah. So I just sent them that, and they were like, "Are you?" been kidding me was the response right. i got back right, right. and yeah, i'm like, like yeah i know you're just as surprised as i was i'm just as surprised <laughs> as you are wow. so that was it we kind of it was like the proof is in the pudding it was kind of like let's see if this works and that's how we approached it and yeah wow. so so you anyway. know i was curious when you got a chance to again you were starting to practice with eddie right you were you were collaborating yeah. uh yeah, we yeah. have the, the one song uh, yeah, we wrote together and, uh, and recorded. You, really, you re yeah. ended up re-releasing it finally in what 2015, I believe it was. I yeah, it's been floated it's out the there, but it's yeah, it's not really released. Honestly. No, I know, I know. Yeah, but you yeah. perform it. So yeah. you know, one thing: how do you like to? What do you do? You like spending your time recording stuff, or you like performing live? And I think this is probably uh, uh, every performer's question: where they would like to go out on the tours and play live. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing. It's like it's always for me it's always about the music, right? So I became an engineer producer in the studio and I'm sitting in my studio right now and I spend most of my days here and um I became really proficient in the studio because of the music. I just want the music to be as great as it can possibly be and in 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 that task you have to become good in the studio. You have to know what you're doing. You you know, the better you are in the studio with the engineering and everything, the better your record's going to sound, the better your music's going to be. So the same thing for live. Like, I don't particularly like traveling. I don't particularly like staying in hotels. I don't particularly eat like eating food that I didn't make. I don't, you know... Um, so that aspect of it, I don't like, but 
the on stage doing the music, singing the songs is mostly a blast for the most part, you know? So if you had like a residency close to home, that would be like oh my perfect God. for you. Perfect for you, Dream right? Come true. Yeah. Yeah. If I, it's, if I had a stage I could go to that was next door. Right. You know? Right. And people would show up and want to hear me sing. <laughs> that is my dream come true right there. You nailed it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. It's, I mean, that's why I've had a studio in my home for 47 years. Wow. People wow. are like, wow, you make records all by yourself and you play everything and you do everything and you produce and you write the songs by yourself. And I'm like, yeah, basically I'm sitting in this chair. I have nothing. I sit down in this chair with zero. And a few months later, I have an album, <laughs> you know, and sitting in that chair. You know, and the people are like, how do you do that? I'm like, well, easy, 47 years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have a lot of, you have a lot of time. Years. You know, your music often has a lot of heartfelt lyrics, you know. Is there any specific life experiences or personal moments that maybe influence um, some of your songwriting? Oh, man. Well, there's a lot. You know, it's life is intense, right? I mean, of course, I, I think this record uh, is a, has a little bit different flavor to it lyrically because I have a 15-year-old girl that, I adore. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, how's your music changed since having a child? Because I know yeah, it definitely yeah. changes you forever, right? It, it makes you a better person or want to be a better person as soon as you have a kid. And it, nobody can explain it until you go through it. And I have yeah. It myself, so, um, yeah, yeah. I get it. Yeah. It, absolutely. You just, you're kind of, you're watching your kid grow up and you're, you're hoping and, you know, for the best for them and, uh, and watching your wife parent your kid and admiring her and adoring her and respecting her and and yeah it's just amazing it's it's kind of overwhelming so for the music to not be touched by that you'd have to have something severely wrong with you i think so yeah i mean i always just been a real artist that writes about what's really happening and um even when i make a song up it usually has some it's usually touching on reality in some way you know so yeah yeah so as a as a writer do you usually write lyrics first or do you write music first or you do both it it it, it comes in both both ways sometimes occasionally a lyric will come or or more so than a lyric maybe a title or 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 an idea let's say so you know boom something will hit you and it'll be like oh that's an idea for a song and then so that happens sometimes but mostly with me i sit down with a guitar and i just make something up like a lot of times the guitar can be a su sort of subconscious. So you can have a guitar on your lap. Like I have on my lap right now, because yeah. I like having guitars on my lap and, and it's, it's, um, it just, you'll, you'll be, I can even be watching something, you know, news or whatever, something like YouTube or what, you know, whatever, and have the guitar on my lap. And my hands will be playing something I'm not even aware of, hmm. you 
know, because I'm looking at something. So it's like right. a subconscious level. Okay. And then something maybe exceptional will come out of my hands. And I'll be like, what was that? Yeah, and I'll yeah, stop yeah, watching yeah. what yeah, I was yeah, watching. Yeah. It's like you pause yourself. Yeah. You know, I'll turn on the recorder and I'll record what I did. And so that I, that's logged. Okay. Sometimes it's so good. I think it's so good. At that moment, I'll stop everything I'm doing and I'll just write the song right there. Okay. You know, I'm like, okay, I have to come up with. So then I come up with a melody. And luckily, melody for me is really fast. It's almost automatic. And then and the lyric is usually the longest thing. But at this stage, that's not even really long for me. It's it's become pretty automatic and pretty easy to the point where sometimes I think God, I should videotape myself doing it because people wouldn't. I think people would be um, interested to watch the process of creating a song. Absolutely. You know, like, no, absolutely. See, when I come up with that line and that line, and then I come up with that line, and because people don't really know what that process is. So maybe someday I will do that. It's funny because during during this process, I've learned that with our current state of of um, media or whatever, you know, social media and social all that. Media, yeah. I, I think that people are actually more interested now in what it took to make the yeah, record than absolutely. the record itself. No, you're right. People like behind the scenes, right? They love that. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They yeah. they want it, you know, so I I kept thinking that during the making of the record, but it's like I can't do everything. Like I can't be a video producer at the same time right. as a record producer. But you know, I probably need to actually be that. You know, it's like sure. One, sure. one more job needs to be piled on the on the heap. So, you know, we're talking about social media. How do you feel you maintain, you know, a strong connection like with uh, you know, your fans and stuff now? Do you you do a lot of social media I, in general? I have. Well, I haven't had great success with any platform except Facebook, um, okay. which is at least one that I've had success with. It's something. Yeah. So that's that's been good. And I, actually, an interesting thing happened to me. It's been a couple months now since this happened. But Facebook sent me a, uh, a, a message telling me that I congratulations, you have entered the top one percentile of Facebook in uh, engagement and growth. Wow. I was like, wow. whoa. Yeah. Wow, I'm such a loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they that say Facebook's for the older, the older people, they say, right? That's yeah, yeah. Saying. So so I, I I answer my fans. So to answer your question, yeah. this is yeah. how I'm answering your question. So yeah. You know, I have proof <laughs> that I answer yes. my fans in Facebook. Absolutely. Let me know that. Um, yeah, and my fans always say that. Thank you for for you know replying because they ask me a question. I, I'll reply not to all of them, but I yeah. reply to almost all the ones that I see. I read and I go, oh, okay, well that's an easy answer. It's just and it's just faster to just answer people. I mean, why not? And people you know? really appreciate that. And I think that's yeah. what they really love about you because you're just genuine. And I think, yeah. you know, your fans really love you personally because they know you through your works and, and it shows, you know. Yeah. And if they ask me a question, I answer them. I mean, right. if yeah. I'm gonna take the time to read what they said, I might as well also take the time to answer the question. Right. It's only a few more seconds. Yeah, exactly. 
And, but, and you know, that's valuable though. People giving your time is valuable and people, yeah. do, you know, realize that and they respect that. So it's worth it. Yeah. I, I think, it, I think the artists that don't do that are being ridiculous, you know? So Mitch, so. I just want to make sure we tell our listeners today, a couple things. One, we want to leave them on a, a note of like, if I'm a musician today, what, what would you say to Mitch today? If you were just starting out, <laughs> um, engage with the fans and answer when they ask you questions you on social media. <laughs> I mean, really, uh, I, yeah, just work on your craft and, and, uh, go to the right parties. There you go. There you go. Something yeah. I didn't do. You I didn't still do. don't do. Still don't do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what do you have coming up that we can uh, help promote, you know, where they can find uh, more information on Mitch Malloy uh, and any upcoming shows or albums? Yeah. Yeah. Um, MitchMalloy.com is by far the best uh, source to, okay. to see everything. We tend to keep that as, as current as possible. Um, new videos are always there. New information um, I have for people on the Gulf Coast. Um, I have a show in October at the Sandestin Marina, okay. and it's like a festival. Sure check that out. Festival show October fourteenth. It is, and then there's some shows after that as well. But I just don't know exactly what okay. those are yet. But I I have an idea, but I don't like to say things until I they're they're in stone. So so this October fourteenth show is uh, being promoted. And uh, it's at the Sandestin Marina, and it is uh, general admission, I think is $35, and you get really beautiful uh, food with that. There's food there, oh, wow. and, and uh, it's, it, you can sample like drinks and stuff, uh, you know, um, Black Sheep Tequila will be there, one of my sponsors, and uh the number one tequila company in the world. And there's some rum companies there and there's a different, you know, booths, there's booths. It's like a walking fair. Wow. So there's booths and you can sample things. And I, I was there last year and, and uh, I ate there and it was great. The that food was great. Awesome. So it's almost like you get my music for free. Cause you get, you know, you get, to yeah, you get a nice deal there. I mean, that's, a, that's a bargain. Jeez. And it's beautiful. You're right there. Like at the, like, at the Harbor and there's, you know, yachts and there's all kinds of it's it's a it's a great setting and it's also a beautiful time of the year too october things start oh, yeah. turning into fall the gulf coast bit. yeah yeah october really is probably the best yeah. month yeah that's beautiful in the fall, anyway yeah so i have a question from one of my listeners he asked me to ask this question hopefully you're okay with it but i know you did the van halen experience right yes yeah yeah would you do it again would you do another van halen experience or was that mm -hmm. one and done you tell that fan, that listener, that if he ponies up the cash, I'll show up. No, uh, <laughs> no, it's funny because that's, that's what everybody thought. Like I was like in for the money, and I actually no, used no. that. I used that as a charity. Um, right. A lot of people. I'll just say something. A lot of people don't know this, but Ed and I were really close. Uh, you know, and and he actually loaned me money to finish a record that I was making because he oh, loved wow. the record and he wouldn't let me pay him back. And, you know, he was like, pay me back, you know, go kick ass. That's how you pay me back. You wow. know? So I, I looked at this as I, I'm going to do this and raise some money and I'm going to uh, donate it back. And that's kind of how I'm going to pay him back. So that's, I never that's made cool. a penny off of that show. I did not wow. make one dime. It cost me money actually. Oh, wow. And so, 
Yeah. So, so, but it was a blast, and that's yeah, yeah. why we did it. And you we crushed did. it. I watched, you oh, know, thanks, again man. all the videos, man. You were, I mean, God, I was like, because you got to remember, stunning. I grew up watching yeah. David Lee Roth. Yeah. I went to yeah, see yeah, 1984 yeah. live yeah. and Madison Square Garden. You know, yeah. so yeah, um, yeah. I've seen it, Sammy. I've seen, you know, uh, yep. even Gary Sharon perform with them, and uh, yep. yeah, yeah, watched yeah. you do the, their songs and and your guitarist. I think his name's Peter. Is it Peter? Pete. Yeah, Pete. Yeah, he, he crushed was phenomenal. It. Like his licks were yep. like. Man, they were spot on. I was like, Bottom. oh my God, it took me back to like, you know, Diamond Dave days, you know? And it was like, yeah. wow. I was like, Mitch really could have done this if he was doing Van Allen. I'm yeah. saying to myself, he could have done the old stuff. He could have done the Sammy stuff. Yeah. He was perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't do yeah, we didn't do any Sam. Sam was sort of the obvious choice right. to do right. for, for my voice. Because yes. I can I can of hit course. all those the range, notes yeah. and everything. Yeah. But but we grew up on the Dave stuff. Right. You know, so we wanted to do that. And for me, that was way more of a challenge because I could not sound more different than Dave. Exactly. I mean, it's like our voices are polar opposites. Basically, yeah. he's got yeah. this great big, huge pirate thing going on. And I'm like this, you know, high first tenor, like, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm up in the stratosphere. So for me to do to represent Dave was really a challenge. That was fun because challenges are fun at this yeah. stage, you know. Oh, I saw you do DOA, man. You were you crushed that song. Thanks, man. <laughs> That's one yeah, of my favorite we, old school Van Halen songs, too. Yeah, yeah. We had a blast doing that stuff. It was so yeah, thank you and thank yeah, your Absolutely. your fan, your listener there for that. Um, it, it could happen again. It's just not really a priority. No, of course, then, of course. Well, yeah. you have so much you're doing yourself, you're yeah. writing your own music yeah. and yeah. Yeah. Have you wrote a song for your daughter? Oh, yeah. That you yeah. have? Yeah, there's a song on the new record called You're the Brightest Star. It's okay. fully, fully about her. Really, okay, well, I'll have to yeah. check that out. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But maybe we can get you to sign a copy for one of our listeners as uh, we can give oh, away yeah. one of your CDs, maybe. If you want to send us one, we would love that. And uh, we could We could do more than one, even. And Absolutely. actually, you got me thinking now that you were talking about charity events. Maybe we can set something up and have you come play an event for Autism Radio for uh, charity I fundraising. Would, I would absolutely do that. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll stay in touch, Mitch, for sure, man. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. I just wanted to, first of all, say thank you for your time today. I really, really appreciate you spending some time with us today on Hope Saves the Day. And uh, hopefully uh, we can do this again, man. And if you have anything that you'd like to promote, we would love to promote you, man. You're a great guy, great musician. Um, you know, we just, just excited to meet someone like yourself, so humble and grounded and giving back. And, uh, it's just, it's just refreshing to, to meet someone like yourself. Well, I appreciate that. And I think what you're doing is fantastic and, uh, sign me up. All right, I'm man. In. That's yeah. awesome, man. Well, yeah. listen, Mitch, we're going to post all your stuff. So, uh, we'll go to autismradio.org. You'll be able to find all of Mitch's links, obviously, and any upcoming new events. We'll, we'll keep them updated as you post them on your site. We'll, we'll keep it updated on our site too for you. And again, we'd, we'd be happy to share it on our social media uh, as well. So yeah. Uh, anything I can do to help as well. I appreciate you. you, man. Thank you, brother. Well, listen, yep. we want to thank uh, Mitch Malloy today for spending some time today uh, with us on hope saves the day. Um, and again, be sure to tune in to autismradio.org uh, for any updates. And of course, listen to Hope Saves a Day on iHeartRadio each and every week for our new episode. And also subscribe to Apple iTunes to download and get Hope Saves a Day latest uh, interviews. So, uh, and we'll have Mitch Moy coming up real soon. So you'll be able to check it out. So, again, 
thank you, Mitch, for your time. Really, really appreciate it. And have a great day. And we'll see you next time. We like to always end our show. We like to thank all our listeners for the continued support here on the program. Without you, this would not be possible. And again, of course, we want to continue our mission in helping others and improving people's lives with autism in the world today. And as always, we end the program. Remember, until next time, everybody, hope saves the day. Be great, everybody. Every time I see your smile, I wonder what you feel. Every time you laugh or cry, I wonder if it's real. You seem trapped inside Please help me understand What is your world like? I want to feel your love I want to know what it's like To laugh and play Imagine I thought that you cannot feel A tear trapped inside Imagine a sound that you cannot make No matter how you try I want you to know how I'm feeling I want you to know how it feels to be me I wish you could look into my world and see how I see hold my hand and remind me to hold on to hope each day let this song be my voice and remember hope saves the day I want to show you what I see what kind of life will I have? What's in store for me? Don't be afraid, just love and hold me I can be all that I can be With your love I can do anything With your love I can see the world like rays of light shine upon me inside of me then you are by my side i will love you to the end of time hold my hand and remind me to hold on to song be my voice and remember hope saves the day